Hi everyone! So before we get started on the episode, I just wanted to pop in and say hi and thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Tarot Talk with Elisa with a guest. And I'm finally so, 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 so excited to release this audio. Um, I've been holding on to it. Um, And there are so many more clips to come in future episodes, but this one is... Uh, one of my favorites, and I'm so excited to release it um, and have all of you um, hear it. And if you have any questions um, after the episode, please feel free to contact me. You can go on Instagram or Twitter. The account is Intuition Living on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, so I hope you really enjoy this episode. And stay tuned for the end of the episode. We pull a tarot card, and oh my gosh, we get so excited. Um, I can't wait for you to hear about it. Um, And again, so this is being released on a full moon, full moon in Leo, which is so exciting because I'm a Leo, and I embody so much of the Leo these days, Um, and I'm just so excited. I... (laughs) I think it's part of my Leo spirit to just be ready to to release everything in, into the world and into the universe. Um, so enjoy! And if you have any questions, again, let me know. Right now I have Andy Anderson here with me. Hello! <laughs> and, you know, we've been chatting a lot about everything and we decided why not have a podcast and talk about it so if you would like to introduce yourself Andy um I'd say uh yeah I mean we have been um discussing a lot of topics that would kind of all tie into a background in theology this is something that um I started very young and it's just sort of driven um, it's, it's a thread that comes through my whole life. So there's nothing it doesn't touch, which is kind of what you guys might hear in the podcast is there's this thread that kind of pulls through so many different things um, and offers some of the stuff that I've been exposed to through books or spiritual practices or even religions or um, certain sects of religions and things like that. But basically um, touching on the etheric nature of being human. So what about the human experience that's etheric is something that we can become aware of and that we can use um, to sort of level, level things up and really kind of, you know, maximize our time here. Yeah. So being a, a human. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like being um, a human, like how to be a human. Yeah. Like spiritual edition. Yeah. <laughs> But as a human... Like, like not how to brush your teeth, yeah. but like, you know... But other, other, stuff, other stuff. Like, what lighting to use when you brush your teeth for, like, optimum vibrations, yes. you know? <laughs> so, as, so as a human, then, what kind of practices do you do on, like, a daily basis? Um, one of the first things... So this is a practice that um, sometimes escapes me, but, uh, but it's always there. The, you know, the understanding to do this is there. The moment I wake up, to catch the initial thought. Mm. And there are other practices that help me to become con- like aware, self-aware enough that I can catch the first thought upon waking. Um, you know, yoga practices, just um, 
asana practice being embodied and meditation and you know just uh practicing mindfulness help you to expand your consciousness so you can have what's called witness consciousness and you can um see what your thought is when you wake up so the idea is you wake up and the first thought that you're catching you then choose to either follow the thread of it or to alchemize that energy, that thought energy, into something that's more life-affirming for you. So that your day is starting on a vibrational level that you are okay with. You're like, I okay, I'm down with that. So if you wake up and you're like, your first thought is like, oh my God, I, like, I don't want to do X, Y, Z, or whatever the thought is. Or, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed by this day. Or, or oh my God, I'm so tired. Like, whatever the thought is. Like, mm-hmm. Instead, you catch it and you alchemize it to something that is going to support you throughout your day that's going to let you be um your best that's going to let you be a light in the world and you know just shift it so that's the first practice um after that you know there's some ayurvedic practices like tongue scraping and (laughs) general stuff like that um and uh vitamins and those kinds of good things you have to set your physical body up well if your you know energy and and mental well-being are going to be in place but then mm-hmm. I have what I call my dailies, which are snippets of awesomeness, <laughs> I'll call them. Um, and there are so many people who put out like day, one a day tear off calendars or one a day um, like inspirational books, you know, it's like three, mm-hmm. six, five books. So I actually have six um, of those that I access, oh, wow. mm-hmm. um, you know, two, three of them are books and one of them is an app that does a daily for you. And then two of them are pull off calendars and they all kind of have like a slightly different you know, um, offering one, uh, one is Christian. Um, not that I happen to particularly follow Christianity, but I um, learned a lot about it, especially Gnostic uh, Christianity, but one is a Christian book. One is Kabbalah. One is from sort of, mm, you know, a woman who leans towards Christianity, but it's not necessarily presented that way. Um, one is just from the gosh, can't remember her last name, but she wrote the book about being badass. Oh God, I can't remember. I should know it. I read the thing every day. Jen, Jen Sincero, I think. Anyhow. Um, so totally different thing, like business focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how to be, I think the name was like how to be a unicorn. Okay. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then the one, if I, I don't know if I mentioned it, anyways, an app. The app. Yeah. yeah. So I, I check these out within my first like hour or so of waking up. I kind of like, I have... You know, the books on the coffee table, you know, the ones on my phone, I catch it on the homes page, and the other ones in my office and ones in the kitchen. Oh, wow. Okay. So I just catch them in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of sets the mental tone for the day. It's like I have I have mentors kind of planted around yeah. my house to remind me of greatness. Like yeah. Remind me, um, you know, to keep the vibration up and that the vibration is actually my responsibility. You know, things are going to hit you. But setting up your day initially as like mm-hmm. I'm responsible for for the maintenance of my energy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know again things will hit you, and there are sometimes you have to just say like, look, okay, today's like gonna be hard, and you know what, maybe it it just sucks, but yeah. <laughs> but the large majority of the time you you totally have the choice to mm-hmm. set yourself up well. So it's probably the most important yeah important like, stuff that I do for me. I use the tarot cards. So it's very similar where yeah. I use the tarot cards to have like an affirmation or an intention for the day and I'll just ask like what advice or what, what advice does the universe or whatever my yeah. inner wisdom have for me for that day or what, how should I, imbo- like what should I embody, like mm-hmm. what archetype or per- type of person should I embody for that day. Right, right. So anytime I go into a new situation, I can have something to center myself with. Right, um, right. And so 
then what other tools other than those daily practices in the morning like what do you what tools do you use throughout the day to kind of help you on your journey well, there <laughs> are like little things I plan a lot of it is, is the concept of remembering to remember mm-hmm. so for me because again I, I I spent many years decades doing a lot of the like more raw um, foundational work mm-hmm. of learning uh, of, of really building in the mindsets and building in the spiritual knowledge and going through the the brutal sort of death of the self mm. is what you know some of my teachers would refer to it as you know like you die to yourself mm-hmm. like the a lot of the the what you were gets dissolved through mm-hmm. through your work um or those tapes that you received in childhood you are you know now taking those tapes offline and you're writing new tapes mm-hmm. so i've already i've done that and and back at that time in my life my practices might have looked like me writing the tapes uh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's not that I never write write tapes, so to speak, today, but like f- f- far, it's frequent mm-hmm. or infrequent. I'm sorry, compared to what was happening at other points in my life. So right now, it's a remember to remember game. Mm-hmm. I learned okay. this stuff. Now it's remember to remember. Yeah, because then you go out into the world and like today in 2020, not every person you meet is like doing this stuff or thinking this stuff. So you're gonna have the heaviness of that all day mm-hmm. long. Turn on the radio and like, you know, what's the God, mojo in the morning is talking about <laughs> God knows what. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like, y'all, you have to be real careful with your mind. Mm-hmm. So I will plant things that help me remember to remember. And that's yeah. like, I activate yeah. the teaching that's already been installed. Yeah. So I have a little um, Ganesha statue in my mm. car, you know, um, even like the jewelry where if I touch it, I'll mm. remember. Okay. Um, something. And, and I've even thought of, I have no tattoos, but I've thought of getting a tattoo that simply says um, uplift. Ah. Beca- because one of the most powerful teachings is that we, when we live for others, mm-hmm. not in a self-depreciating way, but when we live for others, meaning we understand how powerful we are, we understand that we have an innate gift that's our own, and when we're using it, mm-hmm. when we live for the service of others, there's nothing that lights us up more. There's nothing that elevates us or aligns us better. Mm-hmm. So just having a tattoo on my wrist that says uplift. Mm-hmm. So that if I'm in traffic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, I will remember, I'll see my wrist and I'll be like, that's not your job. Yeah. Like your business in the world isn't to get frustrated mm-hmm. with the, the jerk or the driver over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is not your job. Yeah. So don't use your, your brain this mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. So a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about in this episode are things that, I mean, I, I didn't know. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff. And a lot of people would probably, you know, question it and not, or not even know that it's, that it's, you know, happening all around us. Where, what, what did you get? Did you read this in, in books? Did you, so, like, how did you learn? Yeah, again, compilation as a, it's a result of my search for truth. Mm. So call. You know, I, ever since I was a young child, I wanted to know why about existence okay so someone might be like well why you know four-year-olds why this why that why this my why was always just like laser light focus on like what is up with the universe Mm. what's up with living what's up with the like life thing (laughs) that was from the get-go since I can remember so mine has been a search for that understanding Okay. The spiritual understanding so I've come across like tons of books Mm. tons of teachers 
um, and, and the exploration of tons of different religions and okay. spiritual you know, practices. So it's pulling, it's a compilation of coming from all of that stuff. Cool. Yeah. You know, some of the authors that are really important to me, um, and, and it's diverse. I mean, it, like I said, it runs from like business mentors <laughs> to like super woo-woo mm-hmm. authors. Um, but Sylvia Brown is extremely influential um, and revelatory mm. would be the word. Um, and informative, mm-hmm. very informative, and there are practical methods she's offered for spiritual um, soundness and execution of a good life. So Sylvia Brown and then Joe Dispenza, I can't say enough about um, mm-hmm. as far as like how to govern your energy. Joe Dispenza is just miraculous. And then when it comes to like philosophies or spiritual practices, uh, offshoots of religion. You know, mis- the mystical side of religions, Kabbalah, mis- you know, mystical Judaism, Kabbalah, um, Gnosticism, mystical Christianity, which Sylvia Brown falls in that category of Gnosticism, and um, uh, Tantra, Tantra, so mm-hmm. the, um, the a specific yoga philosophy line, yeah, those things are, are big. <laughs> There's other ones in there too, like David Icke. Oh yeah, <laughs> crazy. We'll have another podcast that, but, on but, that one. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, so, yeah. Before we continue, a quick word from our sponsors. I had my, I was dating. I was newly dating someone. Oh no no no! It might have pre. Anyways, I don't remember, but it was like maybe maybe it was 2010. I had Facebook, so probably yeah. Mm. And I remember like ex- just thinking about how liberating and like just amazing and magical it is to believe in this source energy yeah whatever you name it you know um you know the god concept or whatever gabby calls it but i was like this is so transformational for someone's life and like i I can't even fathom how Mm -hmm. someone wouldn't want to know about this like and like what and then and and more and more concrete because now that's my speech after the message I got yeah I want to know that but (laughs) the certainty that that you want to know that wanting to know but like my initial thought really was just like how could someone not believe yeah that was my first thought yeah it's like how does someone like not get it yeah that like there is something else happening yeah aren't like flash bodies that die it's like how do people miss this memo and um and this is that one of those first like in your face messages I got and I'm driving I shouldn't have been looking at my phone I was driving and I opened my Facebook right as I thought I send that thought out and I opened my Facebook and there's a message from 1111 <laughs> okay that was the name of the account Facebook account was 1111 oh okay? wow yeah the name of the account is 1111 <laughs> and there's just one thing that's written there wants to nothing else just one message from an account 1111 that says wants to so as i'm driving and thinking like <laughs> how do people not understand yeah. that there's magic happening all the time and there's the universe is magnificent and we're all connected yeah, yeah. to this great source energy it's like how do people miss this how do people not believe and, and it's you get wants to wants to <laughs> wants to they don't want if they don't yeah want, and so then they're they're then they're, they're blind to it that, well yeah it in later uh uh, I would start to really get into Tantra very shortly after this. Mm-hmm. If it was Susan. before that. Yes, yeah. Tantra was, oh. you know, I was yoga, but not, I wasn't mm-hmm. quite into Tantra until that, maybe the end of 
2010, very end of 2010. Yeah. So, but I would soon come to hear, you know, the explanation of that through the tantric philosophy of the Itcha Shakti, yeah. the, the deepest, highest desire of the heart. So the heart's desire mm-hmm. is what is the alchemist and opens the doors and yeah. the revelation also. So just like the, that's the mover is you just have to have a desire. And if, and if someone doesn't desire to know, and, and like I said earlier, like my whole thing has been seeking yeah. for truth. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever it is, show so it to been, me. So you've been open to it. You've been ready for it. Well, yes. But then that's, yeah. Yes, but mm-hmm. I, I also, this is part of the reason I asked that question at that time in my life. And actually as an adult, I understand more where someone would not believe. Mm. As an adult, I can see it. But, at, but at, you know, and I was an adult when I was thinking that, but if I go back to like when I was like nine, I, that's my first memories, even younger, I was like five when I would practice reading tea leaves. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I practiced reading tea leaves when I was five. (laughs) Well, my aunts were all into this, into this stuff and a couple of them were psychic. And so my grand, my great grandma, my mom's mom's mom's, my mom's grandma would pick up pieces of mail and just, and then she would drop it on the floor and start crying. Because, like, at this time, you know, they didn't have, like, internet. I don't know if they used the phone very much. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and just with sense would, uh, she, she would get a letter, like, or... someone died or something, and she would just drop the envelope and yeah. start crying, and they knew the kids would be like, what happened? Yeah. Um, so there's that in the family. And so I grew up, like, you know, yeah. And I remember at five, starting to embody that, like, oh, we have connection to, to, to information. You grow up believing it. Right. But if you... On the other side, grow up not believing it or being right. told it's not real. Being told, or being oh. hand, hand, handed, you know, spoon-fed a religion that doesn't yeah. come from your heart. Yeah. So then you reject all of it. Yeah, then, then you, why would you believe it? <laughs> right, right. If it doesn't come from yeah. you and it doesn't come from your, yeah. It's not your truth, yeah. You yeah. don't know your truth. <laughs> but I remember when I was nine, and it's so interesting because it took a long freaking time to get the answer to this. But I was nine, and this is when I have the, remember really having conversations with God where I, I sat down. And I was doing some of these practices that you'll read if you get those Sylvia yeah. Brown books in the one that's labeled tools. Okay. You'll see like some of these practices that are in there I, I was intuitively doing as a child. Yeah. Because I think we know. Mm-hmm. Unless someone tells us otherwise, if, if we have the freedom and we're not too constrained, we'll start to do these things because yeah. there's something in us understand. Yeah, exactly. How the universe works. So I sit down and I, I just write this letter to God as if this is just... You know, you just, when you don't know something, you just write God a letter. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. was my thing. I was like, well, look, there's some stuff that's not lining up about this God business. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, well, I know you exist because I, I feel that mm-hmm. reality. You exist. However, why do bad things happen to good people? And I was nine and I was just like, why do bad you things happen to good then people? Because when you were a kid, you, oh, anytime you had a question, you asked your parents. So yeah. you, it makes sense my to ask know. God. I <laughs> clarify this if you're if you're almighty like yeah. why are there bad things happening to good yeah. people and it really it took me until 10 years later until I was 19 when I yeah. really feel like I started to get those answers and that's why I got so excited about Sylvia Brown is because when she lays things out in that book um the uh life on the other side mm-hmm. that's when I was like oh my god <laughs> that's why yeah. and this is so finally <laughs> And I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. cool that you started that early. But you were like kind of awake to it. It's just so in early. my bones. And <laughs> yeah. I can't quite understand. Yeah. Well, you know, if you if you read the Sully book, there's <laughs> one that talks about, I think it's called Soul's Purpose. I'll go through, through a little bit. 
And now when she identifies, and I've heard this talked about in different ways, in different frames, but like that we have like sort of assignments or like roles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she talks about themes. Mm-hmm. So in one, a theme you can have is spiritual, spirituality or whatever. Um, and there's activator theme. There's the like 45 themes. Oh, like yeah, yeah. So there's all these themes. Banner carrier, mm-hmm. manipulator is a theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these themes. Mm-hmm. So that it's like we... You know, part of our mapping that we've laid out for our involvement, for our expansion, mm-hmm. for the like leveling up of all of society. Yeah, we've chosen this one as we come in. So this is like like flavoring everything. So it's a chosen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's part of what she was. It was like we've we've chosen everything. Yeah. And we've, we've but left, maybe not con- we've left consciously? Up. Well, two things. No, con- very meticulously. Okay. With elders, with our guides. So everyone's got two ah. Everyone's got two spirit guides over there like, don't do this. Wait, <laughs> hold, hold on a bit. Like, and they have been allotted a little bit of humanness to be with you. Okay. Like, on this journey. To be able to communicate. Yeah, because <laughs> if, if you're fully on the other side, mm. like someone might like, you know, lose a leg and you're on the other side and you're like, dude, you're fine. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Be over here in like a minute and a half. Yeah. It's not a good thing. You know, and they'll go out yeah. with their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but your guys it wouldn't be very empathetic. Like, yeah. Right. Because, like, to them, like, it's like, it's like, an, it's like playing. You're like not really there. You're here. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. This idea of like nothing on earth is permanent. And when you get back, everything's fine. So and that, that makes so much sense because it's like anytime I've had like interactions with either a guide because remember i we did the, the shamanic journey yeah. meditation and mm. i had a hooded figure mm. and she just kind of was just like i think it was the same same woman oh okay and she kind of was just like i'm here but i'm not going to show you because you're not ready for me kind of thing oh. and then when i said what's your name then she was like so calm it was almost like so calmly she like said her name and then she was just kind of like i'm here I'm not going to do too much. Right, like, it don't freak you out. Yeah. And yeah. so she was, like, talking to me in, like, these riddles, but, I, like, like giving me, like, a little bit. And then it, I, I, it was almost like she told me, okay, I'm done. Even though, like, the timer was still running, but, it, I didn't, I, nothing else was coming through. Right, because she was like, she well, was like well, that's, that's all you need to know right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that whole, like, calm, like, okay, I know how to interact with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how to handle you. <laughs> yeah, I've watched you yeah. the whole life. I know you on the other side. Yeah. This thing, too, like... When you select someone, it's like you know already know. Yeah. Them. You don't select some stranger. You need to kind of like read stranger. know them. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, wow. but the idea is that we detail, um, you know, every all of the things about our body and mm-hmm. our ethnicity and like our parents and mm-hmm. all of those things are very much detailed with with an intention. Mm-hmm. So the intention is like you look at your, the previous life you had and you're like, okay, how did that work out mm-hmm. as far as my objectives, spiritual objectives, all yeah. the spiritual objectives. How did it work out? Okay, what can I tweak this time? What's gonna, how, how am I gonna get through more karma? Mm-hmm. And some spirits are super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're overly confident. Okay. Because, <laughs> one, because they're in a different plane. Yeah. So where everything is li- so literally perfect yeah. energy. So they, they aren't feeling any happiness. They're like, I can do anything. <laughs> Give me the hardest, hardest life ever, and I'm gonna kill it. I'm going to expand so much. <laughs> and then they get done here and I'm like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> that's why some people have it harder. Because yeah. they, they just... There's a just reason. And there's a greenness. I mean, there, there are wild cards. Like, so right now, what I'm talking about right now, per, per Sylvia, 
are all light entities or maybe maybe gray entities, mm-hmm. but dark entities mm-hmm. aren't ever going to that side. They don't ever go there. Um, their oh. their their material spiritual material has become of the of something else. They're they're no longer they don't they're okay. not going there anymore. Yeah, they're not yeah. part of there. So, huh. but they are on this plane. Yeah. So, like, dark, what for example, like a dark like fear and all those those kinds of an, a literal dark entity. Oh. So like oh, oh. maybe Charles Manson might be one. Okay. And I you can't even say for sure. Yeah. Because again, we have agreements. So. I might agree to be your narcissistic, abusive parent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. I might agree to do this for you so that you can expand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or I might agree to be your first boyfriend who's like to a whatever. To teach you a lesson yeah. kind of thing. Okay. You know, so we make these arrangements and it's quite meticulous, but easy to do because yeah. we're so, our brains are so infinite. Yeah. And, uh, and that so makes sense because I've heard that if you, if, if whatever sends you some somebody, to be that lesson, and you don't get it, they'll just keep sending you <laughs> the same backup, kind. There are backup plans. That will, until you get it. Oh, and yes. then all of a sudden, it's like that problem's not, not there anymore, and those people don't actually end mm. up coming to your life anymore because you've learned your lesson and on right. to the next thing. <laughs> and we, yep, there are backup plans and there are exit strategies, mm. or exit points, I'm sorry. Mm. So, like, there are exit points where, like, you can get off that track because you're, cause you've completed yeah. that. Yeah. And, but but if you have not completed it, you will keep going on that one. Um, so we, you, and, and again, it's yeah. very intricate, but easy for us to do when we're there because we're able to conceive of this quite easy, easily. Mm-hmm. There are you know there's like a grand council and elders and that basically you say hey here's my life what do you think and and I'll be like okay like it's definitely bad idea you know we really can't. Yeah, yeah, send you down there like that you know like or or you know what I mean like they kind of present a plan they kind of check it out yeah, yeah. um and you know and you assign who you're gonna have your spirit guides and all this business that's cool but the thing that happens is the dark entities are a wild card mm. but we again no one agreed to this before we come here mm-hmm. we understand that we are provided protections but that those protections could be faulty yeah like they're, they're we come down here without a guarantee yeah is how it works so, so, cool. <laughs> so, so, like, again, some of the suffering is because, like, it's, it wasn't planned. Yeah. You know, some is planned, but some may not be planned. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that you, that entities, these gray entities can mm-hmm. always turn dark. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are gray and they're, they're, oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're in their process of shifting one way or the other. Yeah. And in her book, she talks a lot about, like, well, what does that granny feel like to, to be around? And what, what kind of people are they? And Can know, the gray energies go into light? Yes. Yeah. Gray energies They're just can kind become of in the, light, mm-hmm. and, or they could become yeah. dark. They're going to become one or the other. And the time that we're in right now is where there really is a separating of the wheat from the chaff. So, we're, so rapidly, people are becoming light and dark. Rapidly. And that's why and we are becoming, seeing aware. Of everything this. is yeah. rising, so the light is rising and the dark is rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Whoa. and so here's what Francine can't tell Sylvia. Yeah, one of her guides, like in like your guide with how the little lips were, and so they can't say everything. But Francine said <clears throat> that she's not sure. So that could either mean she's not telling her, or yeah. like, or she really doesn't know. But that <clears throat> they believe that Earth is. Um, in jeopardy, mm. and that we are part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is like written 
they're a couple decades ago. Yeah. But it's in Jeopardy, and we are light um, mission entities. It's just a specific kind mm-hmm. of light mission entities are coming in in droves because we're in a sort of war now to save Earth. Yeah. And um, not just as a place of, uh, of an ecosystem, but yeah. to save it energetically. Yeah. To save you know this place where we get to come and expand because it it's the de- most dense yeah um dimension and it's the most the heaviest with the most uh negativity in the entire whatever you want to call it multiverse yeah earth. earth is the most negative and dense of all of the places that you could so it's kind of a job to fix that or is it we are yeah i and i'd have to read again but like but basically that it's that it's going in a it's on a trajectory where we need to bring it back. Yeah. And is that why why now all of a sudden there's all these people who are getting like awakened to I think so. And it's been this. happening like more rapidly, more rapidly and the kids mm-hmm. that come in right now are so mm-hmm. different. Um Yeah, that's what you <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. They are. But these so, kids are but so reading, intuitive. Like, but reading about mission entities where it's like this is a, this is another reason where I like I sometimes I forget it, but like you have to remember when you're dealing with the public and just with people that um everyone is everyone's focus here is different and mm. and quite literally as Sylvia says we come from different places mm. so the place that mo- that yeah. she comes from that Francine's at is has something to start with an N like Nuovo or something like that okay. but we literally have different planets that were different planets other sides that we're coming from mm-hmm. and but everyone can travel between and, and there and she said Jesus is from oh, I can't don't quote me cause not, yeah. I think she had said Jesus came from a different planet here okay as part of like the need, what we need to do. Anyway, she explains yeah. some stuff, but basically that there are different other sides. There's yeah. just one, and that you know, in that respect, aliens are totally real. Yeah, but like <laughs> they may come here and look just like yeah. us, but they are an alien because they're actually coming from a different other side. Mm-hmm. But like all the other sides are light. You know, mm-hmm. they're not. Because it doesn't travel. The, the dark doesn't travel with it. Yeah. No, the only thing the dark can do is recycle here. Mm. The dark doesn't get to like haven't they don't have an other side yeah um they have um what do you call it the concept of purgatory i forget what she called it but the same concept as purgatory but but light souls can get lost there too like there's some ways that this can happen and yeah stuff like that so she said a lot of suicides will get lost or and ghosts the reason we get ghosts mm-hmm. on earth is mm-hmm. because if somebody Let's say a mother um, and her children, there's a fire in the home. Yeah. And the mom dies and and didn't know if her children were safe or not. She, she, she won't cross mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So she'll get stuck here. Mm-hmm. And that when you're a ghost, like yeah. you, you just you just don't know how to get over. Yeah. You're like something. So, cro- so does that mean crossed. that like they eventually get over? But are it might become be, dark, or is no. it they're just they do, well? Lots of people is who are different? alive right now have been ghosts for hundreds of years at a time, or whatever, mm-hmm. a thousand years at a time. But basically, like at some point, they make their way home. Mm-hmm. But who knows how long this would take? Yeah. 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 Um. But it's a very isolating experience, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time they do get back, you know, there's an imprint of that experience. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, when we go home, home, yeah, there, there's all of that is washed away. Mm-hmm. And there is, she said, for like really tragic stories, there's like a process of cocooning, sort of, mm-hmm. where you're just really just enveloped in light and love yeah. for a little while before you kind of go full force into your awesome life or next whatever. life, yeah, you know. 
or they're just hanging over there. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. Because the, the idea, part of why like dark entities don't go there is because in that plane, mm. thoughts are things like this. Mm. So this is where it always made sense to me, like that thoughts could be things here because mm. there it's just everything is like the the ethereal plane is just different, different to where if you're like I want to create a magnificent castle and you could just like think a magnificent yeah. castle. So when I hear Joe Dispenza thinking about reconstructing his spine here, I'm like, well, he's just got some extra, you know, some extra shakti yeah. like in the plane, you know, and he can do it. Um, and we all maybe can, but yeah. like that might be part of what we're doing. And the little Earth. tiny bits are like, if you manifest something, if you say yeah. something and all of a sudden it happens, or if you think of something and then all of a sudden you get a call or something, that's well, the veil, tiny, tiny pieces of it. The veil is thinning. Yeah. And she was saying this again a couple times ago, that the veil is thinning. Interesting. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. You know, so these occurrences will happen more. Mm-hmm. And she said the more spiritually evolved you're, you're, you become when you're here, the faster you manifest. Mm-hmm. She goes, so, and Kabbalah talks mm-hmm. about this too. That's why mm-hmm. I like Kabbalah. There's a lot of, um, and Kabbalah was, you know, it's about 7,000 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's old <laughs> yeah. too. It's like the same same time as yoga studies were emerging. Mm-hmm. And Kabbalah is pretty, pretty cool system. But anyways, it talks about how like, as you get more evolved, you the gap between your action and your, the result mm-hmm. gets shorter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether it's a good action or a bad one, <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. you just say mean, something bad happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like like versus it happening because it can be deceiving in our life when the time is far apart. Yep. But it will be far you don't apart. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're not, when we're aren't aren't as spiritually evolved. Yeah. Not that that's like a bad thing if someone isn't, but just like. The so the people who maybe apart. aren't as aware of that and that does that that was chosen in that way, right? Or or well, is it well, that's always just, the goal to get to get that? No, no, not necessarily. Yeah. Like so, again, people have all different reasons for coming. Some people straight up just come to do a favor for someone else. Mm. So if you ever see someone oh, so like, not why nice. is their life so freaking just like like okay? Yeah. Life's just like okay, like nothing yeah. like cre- nothing's really going on that's like yeah. too no connection cool or too bad it's just like sort. things are just okay mm-hmm. like what's up with that life you know yeah well some people literally just come here to be someone's mom or whatever okay you know or be somebody's boss or something yeah. you know and i'm sure they do a couple and of i guess in, in that realm it's like they're not they're not a lifespan put it it's not, they're not it's really not coming for themselves to expand as much mm-hmm. they're they, they 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 know that that some of that will happen from being in the dense negativity we grow with resistance right mm-hmm. so but but it's not like they're planning out this like ostentatious life of how they're gonna like really level yeah. up, you know. Whereas other people are like, I'm gonna level up, and they like want to really grow and expand, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they'll like plan this crazy life. <laughs> and then there's other people who are like, I really want to take it slow. I don't want to get too nuts. My first time going in, you know, oh, I see. Just yeah, a couple yeah. of things. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna have a break off or something, and you know, yeah. when I'm like 75, my parent will die, and like that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, um, and then there's other people who are like, I want to be an orphan, and, change and, everything, um, yeah. and then my best friend's going to die, and, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, because they want to, like, get yeah, that, yeah. that stuffness, and really um, learn how to bear, yeah. and bear I mean, the weight. In, in that in that realm, because your capacity it's for joy the, expands it's, it's with the all whole this. community, it's not like an individual thing, so if it's a True. net increase, that's what they care about, more than an individual well, and, <laughs> like, not everybody will decide to come here. Mm. So, I assume people who are like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then other people are like, send me again. You know, yeah. I've been here, like, 60 times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you do get to choose, like, you keep expanding and evolving, and then you, you get to be, like, the Buddha or Jesus or whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's this option, but it's, here's the thing, is it's an option, mm-hmm. so it's, it's not, like, spontaneously occurs. You get to choose, if you'd like, to dissolve your individual identity into the grand um, matrix of, of energy, yeah. and you get to sort of offer your expansion up and into that and, and lose your individual identity yeah. it's a choice. Like when you're done and you're... When after, you, after you've really reached that height. Yeah. So this idea of nirvana. Yeah. You know, really is like, it's a state that, that a spirit attains, mm. the energy being attains, but it's like always a yeah. choice. Do yeah. I, am I, would I like to maintain my individuality? And we all, and she talks about we all started out as a sound. So creation, <laughs> creation was, we were sounds and we yeah. all had a uh, match. Yeah. Because there's this... The Shiva Shakti principle. Mm-hmm. So there was, we do have soulmates. Yeah. We don't usually come to earth with them mm-hmm. because, because when one of us comes in, the other one's holding your identity, so to speak. So like, if you come in and you get really taken through the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you reunite with your soulmate, they have a way of replacing and rehealing what went wrong. They have a kind of blueprint of what you, what yeah. you are. Yeah. Interesting. So they don't usually come in together. Mm-hmm. So people were here, we're meeting kindred spirits. Yeah. Meeting our BFFs from the other side, but we're not meeting our actual soul we were yeah. created with. Yeah. So like that, there's these. Oh, because that would be chaos if it was both of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, this be, is what Sylvia said. They would that, need to know what they're doing. If right? They're, if they're together. Well, <laughs> Well, and Sylvia said the only time that you see them come in at the same time is if, if one has gone in mm-hmm. and things did go bad and that person is, is turning dark. And there's a responsible the for soulmate will come mm-hmm. in to remind them of who they are. Yeah. Um, but... But that's risky. Yes, it is. Can imagine. <laughs> it is. Some of them... And, and here's the other thing. Is it's also a choice to, to ultimately reunite with your soulmate. It's still a choice. Mm-hmm. So, And some soulmates decide to be single entities. Mm-hmm. They don't want to reunite with their soulmate, and they don't want to live that way mm-hmm. on the other side. They want... They, they've come into lives. They've changed. They've mm-hmm. called, and they just want to be a soul entity. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's what they do. So there's a lot of a lot of planning and a lot of free will. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and a lot of wild cards. <laughs> a lot of wild cards, yeah. you know? It's kind of yeah. like... So it's it's amazing and crazy. So as I'm reading this stuff for the first time, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it always it continued and then, to make and then more sense. I just keep remembering the, the 11-11 saying wants to. <laughs> wants to everything's if you want to <laughs> everything's if you want to if you want to um, so since this is tarot talk with elisa i wanted to spend a little bit of time with the tarot cards so do you want to pull a tarot card just sure. to have an overall general theme for this episode for this episode okay yeah. cool all right and then what we'll do is we'll we'll shuffle the cards um and i'll have you pull it okay and and I'll have we'll both talk about it in very general terms because this is a general just discussion about the tarot card. So it doesn't have to be any specific question or anything like that. Just uh, any interpretations that come to mind. You're gonna do the interpretations. We can both or am do I gonna interpretations. Do it? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So if you want to pick a card, so I shuffled the deck. We're using the Rider Waite Smith deck. If you want to pick a card. It's interesting, like the cards have different feelings, don't they? Mm -hmm. Like you might, you might like a few might stand out, but they have different feelings too. Yeah. So you're not like sure which one oh, yeah. you're pulling. Okay. All right. So this little one is like stuck in here. Okay. All right. So ooh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so we well, well. Pulled the magician, which we've talked. And we were, separate just, we were just talking about this. About the magician. So the magician shows. Okay, I already person. have all the answers. Right <laughs> now. I like literally everything just got downloaded. Okay. okay. <laughs> so the magician shows a person this who is in front of a table that has all of the elements. So all of the, the four suits of the tarot cards. So it has a pentacle or a coin, um, a cup a sword and a wand in front of him or her and this person is wearing red robes with a white kind of dress or something underneath um, has an infinity sign above it and one hand is holding a staff above his head and the other hand is pointing below and so that's kind of an overall interpretation of the card or not overall uh of the description of the illustrations of the card so what do you my think? interpretation? Yeah, what do you so, think? That was just like... Should we share that we're like battling about titling the podcast? Oh, yeah. And various, so we, other, various other things we're kind of like trying to choose for this for this episode. And this is supposed to be about the episode. Yes. And we had just talked about... The, I get this card every time. <laughs> every time that I've pulled tarot in the last several years, which has not been often, but each time I have... I've gotten this card. So it sort of gives me comfort in a way in kind of the, the material you guys have heard in this podcast is a little bit, it's not uh, the stuff that you talk about every day over coffee, um, unless you're me and Elisa. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's, but I, but it's information that I feel is so critical and like so necessary. Like it's, it's, it's just like people who, who don't have all of these pieces and then you hand them to them, it's like infinite potential. Mm -hmm. And that's really the best way to show infinite potential. Um, and I believe we have infinite potential and it's just realizing, well, what are the tools? What do I have to do? How does this all work? How do I be a human? Um, so the me that's getting this card is sort of like this confirmation of that like, go ahead and share this stuff because honestly, this is my first time moving into this sphere. And so that has been a topic for Elisa and I is mm -hmm. like, you know, I love this. I love sharing this in smaller circles, but do I share this with the public? Like, do I speak about this publicly? And I feel, I love, I'm excited to hear Elisa's mm -hmm. interpretation, but I feel a little bit like this is sort of saying, yes, do your work, be you and do your thing because, you know, everything mm -hmm. this is all it's all aligned and it's all gonna be oh yeah you know. this card is so if you embody the magician you have gathered all the resources you need to do the magic that you have set forth to do and not only that but because the person so i actually what's funny is that we were talking about this in another group of friends where the person in the card is one hand is pointing up one hand is pointing down yeah. and so it's kind of a bridge yeah. between yeah. these two worlds, which is what we kind of talk about right, right. in the podcast recording, 
and and your 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 goal is to to bring those together and share it with the world. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So, so that this, is this crazy. Is great. This is That's crazy. <laughs> we had a screen whenever we pulled it, but yeah. So um, very exciting. Awesome. <laughs> That was good. I like that. That's that's awesome. <laughs> All that drama. I know. Uh, after pulling like ten cards, <laughs> we get this card. Yes. You pulled this card. Well, and it and it was very. I mean, it was quite intentional because I felt, you know, the first thing I got was a card over here, and then my brain got pulled over to the card here, mm. and then I paused and I asked you about the energy, and I looked at it again, and I was just like that one. Yeah. You know, it was like it's stuck. T- I was like totally. Sure, it was that one. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed. Again, if you have any questions or you want to contact Andy, you can reach me at Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter at Intuition Living. All right, see you next time. Bye.